Good morning, you guys, and thank you for joining. This is Truth Uncovered, and I am Tanika. Today, I want to talk to you guys about identity. So I'm back in John 5, and I just want to give you a little background before I jump in. Uh, I think it's been two weeks ago we were talking about John 5, and it was um, the man who had been sitting by the pool of Bethesda, for like 38 years and he had been waiting on somebody to put him in the water he was feeling bad for himself throwing a pity party and etc um and jesus would go when he would essentially save the man he tells him to get up uh pick up his bed and walk the jewish leaders they were upset with jesus because he had saved this gentleman on a sabbath day and so of course they tried to get at him and they tell him it's unlawful and jesus so now we're caught up. So now I'm going to jump in, okay? From 16 to 47, it says the authority of the Son. And we know they mean Jesus. But I myself, I was adopted into sonship. And I just want you to remember that I was adopted and so are you. And then we'll get into what that means a little bit in a little bit. So right away, verse 17, Jesus says, my father is always working and so am I. This is him talking to the religious leaders who had gotten mad that he had killed the man on the Sabbath day. And here's where we can see uh, what it looks like to be a child of the Most High. It's work. Scripture says that the Jewish leaders got mad not just because Jesus was breaking the Sabbath, but because he called God his father, making himself equal to God. That's what scripture says. 19 reads um, I tell you the truth the son of man can do nothing by himself he only does what he sees his father's doing whatever the father does the son also does think about it like this okay as a parent we unintentionally raise our children to become who we are because we can only give somebody what we have we cannot give what we don't have and all we have is ourselves so we give of ourselves god is the same way he wants us to become little saints and he'll correct us like we correct our kids where the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing in fact the father will show him how to do even greater works than healing this man then you will truly be astonished. So first, God tells Jesus that he's going to do greater works than himself. Then in John 14 and 12, that tells us that those who believe in Jesus, they will do the work that Jesus did and even greater works than Jesus. Generational blessing to do the work that was done prior plus more. Hallelujah. <laughs> Just as the Father gives life to those he raised from the dead, so the Son gives life to anyone he wants. There go that greater works. It sounds like we have power and authority to give life. And what I mean is just like I'm doing this podcast, the people who hear it, it'll be life-giving. And when I'm speaking with individuals about God, especially to those who don't understand or those who don't know the word. This is life-giving. So anytime I'm spreading the word of God, my daddy, 
I am giving life. And you yourself are able to give life. And you do have the authority to do so. It could be music. Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you're an evangelist. Whatever it is, you already have the authority to move in it. Just like the Father and in greater ways. The only question is, are you equipped with the word to deliver? 22 through 24. In addition, the Father judges no one. Instead, he has given the Son absolute authority. That is the greater again. So that everyone will honor the Son. It serves a purpose. Just as they honor the Father, anyone who does not honor the Son is certainly not honoring the Father who sent him. And I tell you the truth, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. And they will never be condemned for their sins. But they have already, already passed by from death to life. I just want to remind y'all that no man comes to the Father but through the Son. And in this scripture, Jesus said, If you hear my message and believe in my Father, you will have eternal life. God himself has testified about Jesus. So if you really believe in God, then you really have to believe in Jesus. And not only are you saved by the death and resurrection of Jesus, but we live by every word that proceeded out of his mouth. Living meaning eternally. He only spoke about the Father even when he was a little boy, he was about his father's business. We all remember early on in Jesus' life when him and his parents was traveling. And I think it had been a three days journey before they realized that Jesus wasn't with them. And they had to turn back and go get him. And when they got to him, he said, well, where else did you think I would be? Or what else did you think I'd be doing? He was about his daddy's business. And that was his only focus. When Jesus wasn't ministering to people, he was tucked away somewhere being ministered to, being cared for, getting in the Father's presence, having the angels taking care of him. He was about his Father's business and everything he did. Everything he did was to represent God. His message was to turn to God. And he said the people who did would not be condemned for their sins. He did not say they did not sin or led perfect lives. This is the separation of those he was given a pass. Think of uh, Paul in Romans when he says, What I want to do, I do not do, but that what I hate, I do. There was an f- internal fight going on wanted to be on the right side with Jesus but having that flesh and that's the thing that we grow up on most of us grow up in the flesh Uh, most of us grow up learning the world's ways and then you have to have that conversion but we don't have to be perfect in this thing and living according to the word in my mind I hear the Holy Spirit because he's our guide through this life 
he directs us if we allow him to. When I'm about to say something that God doesn't want me to say, if I'm a question about something, you don't get to come back from that. All righty, reading 25. And I assure you that the time is coming. Indeed, it is here now when the dead will hear my voice and the voice of the Son of God. And those who listen will live. He's talking about the people in the world or the people of the world that have their backs to God for one reason or another. Maybe they haven't been told about God or Jesus. Maybe they uh, believe in another faith. For whatever the reason, their backs are turned and they are considered dead, spiritually dead. And this whole entire fight is about the spirit. And so God being God, a spirit, he's calling them out of the dead, meaning the world. Just like he did you and me, and those who listen to his voice will live. All right, y'all, I'm on the wrap-up, so we're going to read 26 through finish. The Father has life in himself, and he has granted that same life-giving power to his Son, and he has given him authority to judge everyone because he is the Son of Man. Do not be surprised. Indeed, the time is coming when all of the dead in their graves will hear the voice of the Son of God, and they will rise again. And those who have done good will rise to experience eternal life, and those who have continued in their evil will rise and experience judgment. I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just. Because I carried out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. If I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony would not be valid. But someone else is also testifying about me. And I assure you that everything he says about me is true. In fact, you sent investigators to listen to John the Baptist and his testimony about me was true. Of course, I have no need for human witness, but... I say these things so that you may be saved. John was like a burning and shining lamp. You were excited for a while about his message, but I have greater witness than John. That's right. He was present with the Father. There was no faith in it. That was absolution. My teachings and my miracles. The Father gave me these works to accomplish, and they prove that he sent me. And the Father who sent me has testified about me himself. You have never heard his voice or seen him face to face, and you do not have his message in your heart because you do not believe me, the one he sent to you. You search the scripture because you think they give you eternal life, but the scripture points to me, yet you refuse to come to me and receive his life. Your approval means nothing to me, because I know you don't have God's love within you. For I have come to you in my Father's name, and you have rejected me. Yet, if others come to you in their own name, you gladly welcome them. No wonder you can't believe, for you gladly honor each other, but you don't care about the honor that comes from the one who alone is God. Yet, it isn't I who will accuse you before the Father. Moses will accuse you. Yes, Moses, in whom you put your hopes. If you really believe Moses, you will believe me, because he wrote about me. But since you don't believe what he wrote, 
you will believe what I say. <laughs> I believe that we have the same gifts and ability as Jesus. I believe. I have heard it said that when someone is adopted into a family, that they have the same rights as the child born into the family. We are God's adopted children. So we have those gifts that Jesus have, even though we our gifts are, are spread out. You may be the evangelist while I may be the teacher. Um, you may be the preacher where I may be a prophet or whatever the gifts may be, whatever gifts you have. These are the same gifts that Jesus possessed. We have the same rights. Jesus had the right to do the work of the Father. So do you. I believe we have the same authorities as Jesus as well. I do not believe we know how to access all of these things as Jesus did. But I do believe that they do exist. Like, think of it like the person who doesn't believe in God or Jesus. That does not make them less real. More identity. You don't really believe in my father because if you believed in him, you would believe in the one he sent. That's what Jesus said. He says, you only search the scriptures because you think it will give you life. You don't believe Jesus will give you life. You believe it's just the scriptures. But the scriptures all pointed to him. Matthew seven twenty one through 22. None of those things matter to God. Now my point here is there was proof of power that we possess being spiritual people. But that power existed even without them having any real knowledge of Jesus or God. Any real knowledge or acceptance of Jesus or God. I remember growing up as a kid. Um, and I do believe I had a reverential fear of God. Like I understood his power. I understood uh, his finality. Um, I understood heaven and hell. And I knew I wanted to go to heaven and not hell. Okay. John 20, we just finished reading, okay, John 20, 21 and 23. In addition, the father gives no judgment. Instead, he gives the son absolute authority to judge so that everyone will honor the son just as they honored the father. Everyone who does not honor the son certainly is not honoring the father who sent him. God is God all by himself. God is God above all things. But God gave his son authority and his and His son, Jesus, is the one whose judgment or forgiveness is what's going to count in the end. How do you die for the world and you're not honored for it? There is absolutely nothing wrong with honoring God the Father. But that pedestal that he is on, we also need to put Jesus on. 
my summoning up for you. When Jesus went to work, he didn't have him on his mind. He had God on his mind. If we are people that waste time saying, I, 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 you may need to adjust your th thought life a bit, depending on how you want to be identified. Um, not the identity that the world gives you, but the one Jesus gives you, meaning child of God, son or daughter. If you have a gift, and I'm sure you do, give it back to Jesus. You are blessed to be a blessing to others. So go to work like Jesus. If you aren't acknowledging Jesus, you are on the wrong side of the fence. Please do jump over. It was not the mighty works that is done that makes a person receive the adoption papers. It is through the acknowledgement of Jesus that we will receive our adoption papers. Identified, friend or foe. Was it works or was it Jesus? If you say you believe in God but doubt Jesus, then you doubt God as well. Because God again himself testifies about Jesus. Here's proof. Who can say that God has ever told you that Jesus isn't real? God is big enough to reach each and every one of us right where he stands and get us the answers in truth. If Jesus wasn't real, God would have told us. Until next time, y'all. I am Tamika. I do love you, but most important, God loves you. Smooches.